Hi. I don't I don't know if I like this angle or not, but we'll work with it. My name is Johnny Singh. Actually, my name is Jonathan. A lot of people that might probably know me know my name is Jonathan, but I go by Johnny. It's a nickname. I've got it since I was a kid, so there we go. You can call me Johnny. This might be a strange video for some. I've been thinking about this video for a while now, and I've been wanting to do it. And I thought it would only be fair for me to just go ahead and get it out of the way now rather than later. But I've been really wanting to share a bunch of videos. I don't know if you'll call this a podcast or a video podcast if there's a separation. But I have been wanting to share a segment of videos just on different things that I find to be interesting. Kind of just engage in all you hear and maybe share different loves and passions that I have in life. And I'd like to be able to share some of my thoughts with more people in the world i've been able to experience a lot of different things my circumstances in life are quite interesting not as most would have their lives led and as a result there's a lot of different things that i've accumulated lessons that is that i've been able to accumulate and i would love to share some of those with you recently i went through a pretty crazy breakup and as a result there was a lot of good things that came out of it that I have been able to learn and I'd like to share that with you I have a maybe like a three to four page type out briefing you know kind of discussing a little bit more as to these lessons so I'm just going to briefly kind of share them what they are 10 lessons by the way if you didn't know I don't know if my watch is going to show this or not but it's literally three in the morning I'm tired you might see that on my face so at the time of recording this, it's three in the morning. There you go. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. But yeah, so these are 10 lessons that I have learned from heartbreak. And hey, feel free to comment and let me know if this is something you like. But yeah, lesson number one. Love requires put an attachment to death and well what do i mean by that um i think sometimes it's very easy for us as people when in fact we're in love to become attached to the person of our love and it also plays its way out in different things in life whenever we're in love with different things in life we become so attached and there's a old asian proverb that kind of leans to us needing to understand that being attached to different things in this world are just not the best for us and that even works with the people in which we're in love with i think that if we can learn to love people and not be attached to them because in fact they're not our property then we'll be able to lead life a little easier so that's definitely one of the things i've learned especially having to deal with a breakup and heartbreak you know if I hadn't become attached to the person and I had learned to love them for their presence and who they are and be fond of all the memories, then it would have allowed for this to have been easier. So that's my first lesson. It's uh, love requires putting attachment to death. Uh, second lesson, never fall in love with projections and potentials. And this is something that I believe stands true for many of us, I think in some respects, because we set goals for ourselves in life and we kind of look to the future for a lot of the different things we want to accomplish. 
that also leans its way into the way we love and there's many of us that may be stuck in relationships or not stuck would be we're in relationships and we can't seem to enjoy the moment we can't seem to enjoy where we're at right now and the only time we get a sense of relief the only time we get a break from whatever anxiety and stresses we're dealing with in this relationship is when we look to the future of the relationship and what happens when we do that is we create an expectation for what should be happening in our life and then we wait on what we call the right time and the right time and that never seems to work out so if in fact we learn to just fall in love with what is happening right now and that stands true for the kind of people we fall in love with and never set yourself up with somebody that you think is going to become the person you would want them to be and that would be the same for you you know you ought to take time to work on yourself and grow on yourself and don't believe that you should become this said person for somebody else if you're not there at this moment in time then be patient about it but falling in love with a future falling in love with a potential of the relationship where the relationship could go rather than where it is can definitely lead to a lot of pain and a lot of heartbreak when in fact things don't work out the way you want them to so never fall in love with projections and potential uh, thirdly false advertisement is just that false when i was growing up one of the things i used to find myself doing a lot was lying and like many of us we kind of trap ourselves into this societal concept of what is a little white lie that never works out does it it always seems to be the case that whenever we lie we have to keep lying and then you build up this entire lifespan of lies and lies and at some point in time they all just unravel and you find yourself collapsing whenever it is that we want to be with somebody sometimes we try to hide who we truly are maybe just little parts of ourselves because hey we want to win the person over right we want to win their heart we want to win their affection we want them to love us and what that does is it creates a false advertisement i've got a friend that whenever we do go to burger king and mcdonald's and we grab a sandwich and some fries they literally say if my fries don't look the way that you guys advertised i'm gonna put a complaint and you know regardless of not how he does that or deals with it, it it is true i mean putting up something to be advertised shouldn't be false and that stands true for being in a relationship if you have to hide parts of yourself to ensure the other person is happy then that's going to exhaust you and if you have to hide who you are as a person if you can't be your whole self to win somebody then you should probably not be in that relationship to begin with it's good to be genuine and lose things that are fake somebody once said than to be fake and lose things that are genuine so false advertisement is just that false uh fortly do not put the cart before the horse now of course this is in a unique uh saying i've heard this growing up for many different things and specifically i kind of applied it to the sense of um wanting a emotional a intimate a fond relationship before having put in the work you know there's some people that they want to get a big raise at their job they want to be able to have the biggest income in some respects however they just don't put the work in and that stands true for relationships as well there's the case in which 
sometimes we think that the happiness is what's supposed to drive the relationship or the fondness or the attraction but i believe that that's putting the card before the horse because i think the happiness the fondness the intimacy the attraction all these different things should be a result of love itself so after having put into work guess what you guys are more attracted to each other you guys are better in love in some respects so that's something that i definitely had to learn you know when you start depending on things to be happy you're also depending on circumstances to be their best and that doesn't work out does it so when we start to learn you know i know i did when we start to learn that happiness and all these things are a result of love and not the thing that produces love it'll make being in a relationship easier all right i'll just move on now This is a pretty good one, actually. I like this one. <laughs> Leave mind reading to magicians, right? Uh, growing up, uh, for some of you that might know me, when I was in high school back in my home country, I learned how to do all kinds of cardistry and magic tricks because I, in some cases, I really wanted to fit in with all the other groups of people and I wasn't the best at that. So I found ways how to ensure that I can be sociable and how to ensure that people may or may not like me. And I learned how to do all kinds of card tricks. And there's this card trick that I like doing where I supposedly read somebody's mind. And in a relationship, I want to say that people think that's how it's supposed to be, right? It's almost as if, yeah, they're supposed to know this or I'm going to act out a certain way and then you're going to hope they see it. And man, that does not work, right? Like leave mind read into magicians. That's their job. Um, I think it's only respectful for people in a relationship to be as clear and as open and as, I mean, just as, as efficient as they can with what they want and what they need. And I think we ought to respect each other enough, whoever it is. If you're in a relationship, you ought to respect your partner and your partner ought to respect you for you guys to fulfill those wants and needs and desires. But it only happens if you communicate effectively. And I know that's something we hear all the time. Yeah, healthy communication is good, but it is very good. I mean, there is no room for mind reading. Don't let your partner, I mean, don't think that your partner should know this about you. Men and women are obviously different, and the way we communicate are also different. So never forget that you guys speak a different language, and I think it's important to use that language and use it effectively and efficiently as possible, and communicate your words and your feelings and all these different emotions that you're going to have. Ensure your wants and needs are communicated, and do them to your best ability. Uh, nextly, I've got expectation kills appreciation. Um, this is one of them that hits home the most to me. Expectation kills appreciation. I think there were times where I believed things ought to work out a certain way. And when they don't, I then become disappointed. And I mean, that that's kind of common for a lot of us, right? We want to excel in our schooling, so we put in all these studies, and we try it, and then we do the test, and we don't get the big grades we wanted. Or you're preparing so hard for this job interview, and you got months ahead of time, and then you got a great outfit picked out, and you go there, and you're ready, and you never get the job. And what happens is we create this expectation of what should have been a good thing for me, 
and then when that doesn't work out we then start to question whether or not you know this has all ever been worded but when we learn to not put expectations and things that'll make it easier for her to appreciate the moment that we're having right now because i think it is the case where sometimes we think that we know what's best at all times and then when that does not work out we start to question things so when we start to be humble a little and realize that hey things are not going to go the way we want them to it's going to help us be patient it's going to help us be reasonable with life itself and it's going to help us appreciate the moments that we're in we're we're going to be able to appreciate what we have what is and not we not what we wanted to have been the outcome or what could have been or what should have been so expectation kills appreciation i don't know what number i'm on right now um let's say number seven honesty may prevent misleading emotions and unfair hurt um being honest is always good and being honest about how you feel should always be a big driving force in any relationship if you can always be honest with your partner you are literally equipped in your partner to then better receive you and have a better way of treating you and then when the both of you do that man how amazing could that be right it's like if we're never honest about little things that affect us or we're never honest and sincere about little things that we uh, do we're just kind of misleading the other person right we're kind of um we're kind of we're kind of setting them up for failure we're just letting them believe something that isn't the case and then when they're let down this rabbit trail of what you've put in front of them and they reach the end of it and there is no prize there is no goal it leaves a lot of hurt and it leaves a lot of scarring and a lot of trauma and that's why honesty always works i mean it's always good and I've heard silly excuses sometimes about people saying, yeah, yeah, I told the truth and they got me in this and they got me in that. And hey, to that I say, there are consequences that are going to come from being honest, but the action itself, being honest, having honesty be a part of your life, it's going to be great. And in the relationship, you have to be honest with your partner. You have to let them know exactly how things are. And you can't be misleading with your actions or with your words, honesty always helps and it'll help uh, prevent misleading emotions and unintentional hurt um, number eight i've got someone's inability to love you does not make you unlovable i think when we are in love with people we then tend to have what they say or do add or take value from our lives and when somebody that we're very much in love with no longer seems to love you the way you would want it, then we also start to break down the foundations we've set up for ourselves and we start to question whether or not I was good enough for their love. But it's not always about how good you are. Many times, if somebody is incapable of loving you, it's probably a reflection of all the struggles they're also having. So I think if we both can understand hey we both have values we both have worth regardless of if we can love each other the way we would want it to be you know it, it'll just make things easier if in fact 
a breakup were to occur, if not just just pursuing a relationship to begin with. If in fact you understand that, you know, if you if you understand that if somebody's not loving you the way you want them to love you, that could well just be a reflection of what they're dealing with. And maybe you can help them. Maybe you can help them through that. Maybe they can get help. Maybe you all can independently work in yourself and then find a way to resolve and find a way to ensure that the love is properly uh, communicated and expressed. I should have like a cup of water or something with me. But um, yeah, like I said, it's three in the morning. So I'm sorry if I sound absolutely exhausted, but yeah, I am. Number nine, moving on. Number nine. Full steam ahead is fun, but also fatal. You know, I've got friends whenever we go out driving sometimes and it's late at night, please, I'm not criminalizing myself, but whenever it's late at night and we go out driving, man, everybody likes to step on the gas pedal a little. It's fun. It's exciting. It gives a sense of adrenaline. And sometimes we do that in our relationships. We kind of just keep going and going and going and pressing and we're just full steam ahead because it's fun, it's enjoyable, and there's a lot of adrenaline that comes out of it. But it's only until the results of that fast, sped up relationship, it's only until we see the results and sometimes the results are ruining, it's only until then that we've realized, I probably should have taken our time with this. And what happens is that people who go full steam ahead, people who just go really fast in their relationship, sometimes never know that they're going fast. You know, an officer stops you in the road and he says, hey, do you know you were going 65 in a 45 zone? And he said, officer, no, I had no idea. And that's how it works sometimes, right? We're in a relationship and we really we're not aware of how fast we are moving because of all the exciting things that have been coming out of the relationship thus far but a good way to know whether or not you're going too fast is how much work you've been putting in you know if in fact you've been putting in a lot of work into the relationship time is going to naturally pass and then you'll be able to see what step you should take next so a full steam ahead it's fun but it's very fatal and the final one number 10 relationships are scary and the only currency is trust i think this is one of the biggest things anybody should keep in mind whenever they're going to pursue a relationship or maintain a relationship relationships are scary and one of the reasons they're scary is because you have to surrender your control here you are putting your individuality your independence in the hand of somebody else and as a result, that can be scary. But like I said, the currency is trust. Now, for you to gain that trust or for you to be able to trust somebody else, you have to prove yourself reliable. And you don't have to be perfect, but you have to be able to show the person that this investment, this relationship is not like a blind leap in the dark. You know, it's not like a blind shot in the dark. It's it's sure. It's certain. You, you know that this isn't a gamble. And for that to happen it means that the work that you have put in all the time that you've put into this it, it compensates for whatever doubt and fear may arise and what happens is when we have these anxieties and fears in a relationship and doubts it's sometimes because we let our thoughts run ahead of us right we let our thoughts kind of lead down the road and we're not really working on what is there right now so You've got to work on being reliable. You've got to work on ensuring that your partner can trust you. And you've also got to be able to give them that trust. And for that to happen, 
you have to absolutely ensure that you both can be accountable for your actions you both can pursue growth and you both can take your time and be able to equip yourself individually with knowledge so that collectively you can just blossom tremendously i have no idea how long this recording has been but yeah those are 10 lessons that i have learned from a recent heartache and i think maybe there's something in here that you can also learn like i said if you'd like to read sort of the full article per se of what i have on this i have it available in the link and please reach out and let me know what y'all think about this and i plan on doing videos like this a little bit more i'm um, just share different things that based on life and the experiences that i've gained and also the studies that i've pursued i think um I think I'd love to be able to just share a little bit of my thought process with other people and see where that goes. But thank you. I don't know what we'll call this. Not 3 a.m. talks because I am not planning on being up at 3 a.m. for all of these recordings. But yeah, hey, you have a good one. Um, like I said, my name is Johnny Singh. And yeah, I need to create an outro and an intro. So that's next. <laughs>